Hey there, I am on hot on the trail of the Trump Z von Schittler going to the jail. And I saw a comment something about um, <laughs> Jack Smith called Trump a bullshit liar in, court, in the court documents. Ha ha ha. How fucking perfect seconds, is that? I'm going to show you how we earn a five figure month income from our arts in 20 days. Now, look, I know you may or may I'm not, not interested, man. So, folks, one of the things that I've said, remember what I said when we were all introduced to Jack Smith, was that this guy was an expert. He was extremely bright, very driven, and critically above all, he was going to work very hard and very quickly to bring justice to old Donnie and to many of the cronies around him. And he just proved all of that true. He made me look like a... tonight based on what he just did because guys he was working all day a day where you'd think every single government worker was off most workers in the country were off he was working all day and not only hammered old donnie with a letter calling him directly calling him and his lawyers bs liars in front of a judge he dragged them into a secret late night legal battle that was just revealed moments ago a real sign that this is really just getting started and there will be no breaks so while old donnie was i assuming maybe throwing ketchup or cranberry sauce maybe golfing today he was working his ass off to get some justice and this is happening guys we're gonna get to this but this is happening at the time where he and his wife and everyone continues to be threatened by trump and his cronies including through bs like this i just want to tell jack smith he's not going to get much of a paycheck because i'm going to do everything we can to make sure that there is zero american taxpayer dollars appropriated for merrick garland's special counsel which is nothing but the democrat party's campaign arm to campaign against President Trump. He is running for president in 2024. And there's, okay, we're going to use this one method. We're either going to use the Holman rule, which we're going to be putting in our House rules, which will allow us to reduce or cut the funding, the salary or funding of any, any federal program, especially in the special counsel's case. Or what we can do is we can, we can completely take it out of appropriations and put in the appropriations bill saying that no funding can go towards the special counsel. Um, and that's what we're going to be doing here. And it's going to be real simple, Steve. We're done with it. We are absolutely fed up. We saw it with Russian collusion, with the Mueller investigation. We're not going to do this again. So that's it. We're going to stop them, and we're going to do it through the power of the purse. And you can hear that, right? Like, you can hear Trump's cronies trying to go at this idea that we have to take this guy out, we have to defund him. But, you know, Jack Smith can chuckle at this stuff because, one, he's tough as nails. He's taken down literal war criminals. So I don't know if he's going to be afraid of rank-and-file Trump cronies like Green and like Banner or Trump himself, if we're being honest. But the bigger point is that the special master's insulated. People have talked about this. There is very few people as protected as a special master, much more protected than a standard investigator. Even a government shutdown likely wouldn't affect his budget because the budget is sort of cordoned off. I guess if it went on for a very long time, maybe. But the 
point is this guy will be protected to do his investigation and the threats aren't working and there was yet another legal blow guys yet another one just moments ago somebody did a bit of an analysis on one of the few arguments trump has about stopping one of the next targets smith has of getting as a witness and it turns out that's not going to work but for a reason we didn't expect trump was saying because there were people in the oval office when trump was talking to pence but we don't know what pence said and pence's testimony could be really key it could kind of reveal the insight into what trump was thinking his intent on january 6 and i think that could really forward a uh, doj investigation i think we've had a preview though hugo because of the book that michael pence has written i think he's pretty much already spoken to the public renato the new york times reports complicating the situation is whether mr trump would try to invoke executive privilege you mentioned that a minute ago to stop him as in pence or to limit pence his testimony, a step that he has taken with limited success so far with other former officials. What's the bottom line, Renato? Could executive privilege stop Mike Pence from voluntarily or even under subpoena testifying? Yeah, the bottom line, Katie, is it's not going to work. Uh, it's very well established in the D.C. Circuit, which is the Court of Appeals, overseeing uh, that portion of the country that, that executive privilege does not trump the need of criminal prosecutors to take testimony via a grand jury subpoena as long as they can't get the uh, information elsewhere. And as you know, you could just mentioned a moment ago, uh, no one really knows what happened to those conversations between Trump and Pence other than Mr. Pence. And so obviously there's going to be a need for that. And also Mike Pence was present during conversations about what Jeffrey Clark and John Eastman were, were saying and doing their plans and their proposals. And we know they're within the DOJ's crosshairs as well. You know, Renata, before I go back to Hugo, a quick question about what I mentioned anecdotally. The fact that Mike Pence has written a book and that he's actually put information within it about conversations, interactions he's had vis-a-vis -vis January 6th, does that help the DOJ in any way to bootstrap legal arguments to be able to make sure that they can actually get Pence to testify? I think uh, viewers know you're a lawyer. That's a smart question, Katie. Uh, and the answer is absolutely, uh, because that means also there's a waiver of privilege. Uh, the next one's running part, because uh, even to the extent there was privilege, which there wasn't uh, here, uh, you know, that will be overcome by the waiver. So we've been talking about how, you know, Pence might come in, he might be forced to come in, he might go in on a semi-voluntary basis, but one of the arguments we've seen from Trump is that there's some sort of executive privilege here. But it turns out the way in which Pence wrote his book and what he talked about invalidates at least a large part of that privileged base argument because he wrote at least in part some of the recounts of the discussion and if you can write it in a book meant to be read by millions of people and i don't think people thought pence's book i didn't most of you didn't but it's meant to be read by as many people as want to read it it's a publication it's been made public then you can't therefore make the argument, at least in general, maybe on specifics, but on in general, that your testimony is barred under the virtue of executive privilege. Pence has already torn that argument down for Trump even more than it existed. And again, guys, there's another breaking analysis that shows that everything Smith is doing is based on precedent. And none of what Trump is doing is based on precedent. And that's why every single loss we're seeing for Trump keeps on getting telegraphed but he's too dumb to realize it and we're going to watch this and then get in to what jack smith hey, yo.
You guys still there? Is everybody still there? Everybody's still there. Hey there, welcome back to the Three Star for Governor Show. Oops. Oh. Oh. Yo. KAMP Student Radio. Smith personally did tonight, and he just proved all of that truth. Jack he Smith. Even... Jack Smith just called Trump a bullshit liar in court documents. Ha <laughs> ha. Like a genius tonight, based on what he just did. Because, guys, he was working all day. Like a day where you'd think every life. single government worker was off, Earth. most workers in the country were off. Ever. He was working all day and not only hammered old Donnie with a letter calling him, directly calling him and his lawyers BS liars in front of a judge. He dragged them into a secret late night legal battle that was just revealed wow. moments ago. Nice. A real sign that this is really just getting started and there will be no break. So while all Donnie was, I assuming, maybe throwing ketchup or cranberry sauce, maybe golfing today, he was working his ass off to get some justice. And this is happening, guys, we're going to get to this, but this is happening at the time where he and his wife and everyone continues to be threatened by Trump and his cronies, including through BS like this. I just want to tell Jack Smith he's not going to get much of a paycheck because I'm going to do everything we can to make sure that there is zero American taxpayer dollars appropriated for Merrick Garland's special counsel, which is nothing but the Democrat Party's campaign arm to campaign against President Trump when he is running for president in 2024. And there's, okay, we're going to use this one method. We're either going to use the Holman rule, which we're going to be putting in our House rules, which will allow us to reduce or cut the funding the salary or funding of any federal program, especially in the special counsel's case, or what we can do is we can we can completely take it out of appropriations and put in the appropriations bill saying that no funding can go towards the special counsel. Um, and that's what we're going to be doing here. And it's going to be real simple, Steve. We're done with it. We are absolutely fed up. We saw it with Russian collusion, with the Mueller investigation. We're not going to do this again. And you can hear that, right? Like, you can hear Trump's cronies trying to go at this idea that we have to take this guy out, we have to defund him. But, you know, Jack Smith can chuckle at this stuff because, one, he's tough as nails. He's taking down literal war criminals. So I don't know if he's going to be afraid of rank-and-file Trump cronies like Green and, like, Bannon or, or Trump himself, if we're being honest. But the bigger point is that the special master's insulated. People have talked about this. There is very few people as protected as a special master. Much more protected than a standard investigator. Even a government shutdown likely wouldn't affect his budget because the budget is sort of cordoned off. I guess if it went on for a very long time, maybe. But the point is, this guy will be protected to do his investigation. And the threats aren't working. And there was yet another legal blow, guys. Yet another one 
just moments ago, somebody did a bit of an analysis on one of the few arguments Trump has about stopping one of the next targets Smith has of getting as a witness. And it turns out that's not going to work, but for a reason we didn't expect. Trump was saying, because there were people in the Oval Office when Trump was talking to Pence, but we don't know what Pence said. And Pence's testimony could be really key. It could kind of reveal the insight into what Trump was thinking, his intent on January 6th. And I think that could really forward a uh, GOJ investigation. I think we've had a preview, though, Hugo, because of the book that Michael Pence has written. I think he's pretty much already spoken to the public. Renato, the New York Times reports complicating the situation is whether Mr. Trump would try to invoke executive privilege, you mentioned that a minute ago, to stop him, as in Pence, or to limit Pence his testimony, a step that he has taken with limited success so far with other former officials. What's the bottom line, Renato? Could executive privilege stop Mike Pence from voluntarily or even under subpoena testifying? Yeah, the bottom line, Katie, is it's not going to work. Uh, it's very well established in the D.C. Circuit, which is the Court of Appeals, overseeing uh, that portion of the country that, that executive privilege does not trump the need of criminal prosecutors to take testimony via a grand jury subpoena as long as they can't get the uh, information elsewhere. And as you know, you just mentioned a moment ago, uh, no one really knows what happened in those conversations between Trump and Pence other than Mr. Pence. And so obviously there's going to be a need for that. And also Mike Pence was present during conversations about what Jeffrey Clark and John Eastman were, were saying and doing their plans and their proposals. And we know they're within the DOJ's crosshairs as well. You know, Renato, before I go back to Hugo, a quick question about what I mentioned anecdotally. The fact that Mike Pence has written a book and that he's actually put information within it about conversations, interactions he's had vis-a-vis -vis January 6th, does that help the DOJ in any way to bootstrap legal no, arguments to be able to make sure it. that they can actually get Pence to testify? I think uh, viewers know you're a lawyer. That's a smart question, Katie. Uh, and the answer is absolutely. Uh, because that means also there's a waiver of privilege. Uh, it's an excellent point on your part, because uh, even to the extent there was privilege, which there wasn't uh, here, uh, you know, that will be overcome by the waiver. So we've been talking about how, you know, Pence might come in, he might be forced to come in, he might go in on a semi-voluntary basis. But one of the arguments we've seen from Trump is that there's some sort of executive privilege here. But it turns out the way in which Pence wrote his book and what he talked about invalidates at least a large part of that privileged base argument because he wrote, at least in part, some of the recounts of the discussion. And if you can write it in a book meant to be read by millions of people, and I don't know how many people bought Pence's book, I didn't, most of you didn't, but it's meant to be read by as many people as want to read it. It's a publication, it's been made public, then you can't therefore make the argument, at least in general, maybe on specifics, but not in general, that your testimony is barred under the virtue of executive privilege. Pence has already torn that argument down for Trump even more than it existed. And again, guys, there's another breaking analysis that shows that everything Smith is doing is based on precedent. And none of what Trump is doing is based on precedent. And that's why every single loss we're seeing for Trump keeps on getting telegraphed but he's too dumb to realize it. And we're going to watch this and then get in to what Jack Smith personally did tonight to smack Donald Trump and his dumb, dumb lawyers in the face. Watch this. Sure him to overturn the election's results. But when it comes to testifying before a congressional committee, 
that is trying to enact legislation to prevent another insurrection in the future, he closes the door on that. As I say, I find that to be deeply unpatriotic. You know, I, I see you nodding your head there, Neil, and I'm just wondering, I want you to respond to what Glenn said, but what do you make of the former vice president refusing to talk to the January 6th committee while on his book tour? Exactly. So there are two investigations, Jonathan, about January 6th. One is done by Congress, and one's done by the Justice Department. The Justice Department one is a criminal investigation, meaning jail time is possible there. The congressional one is one about uncovering the facts. Pence has said in that interview you showed last week that he's refusing to talk to Congress, which is, I, I agree with Glenn entirely, it's unpatriotic, but I also say it's frankly disqualifying that this guy thinks he can be president of the United States and is afraid to go and tell the truth before Congress. And he's going in for, you know, his aides have gone and had to testify, but he's been hiding in the shadows and is continuing to hide thus far. So I'm glad to see the Justice Department is finally calling him on this and saying, look, you're like the central figure in a lot of this. You were there at all the key times. I mean, you're kind of the forest Gump of January 6th. And so you've got to go and tell us what happened. Um, and look, I think that there's a chance that Trump might cooperate, excuse me, that Pence will cooperate without a subpoena. Because, you know, if you think about it, if an angry mob tried to kill you or me, you know, you know we'd probably have a few things to say to the investigators. Um, and so, you know, there's that possibility. But I think the more likely thing is Trump will try, because he always does, any legal maneuver to block his testimony, asserting executive privilege. And as you say, that's exactly the maneuver that failed before, and it'll fail again. So you can see we're setting up here. We're setting up. The, the precedent is against Trump. He's got nothing. He had nothing before. But as I've noted earlier, by, by purposely taking all of these dumb cases, these weak cases, these futile cases to court time and again, all he's done is taken a precedent that was pretty clearly against him but not tested and tested it over and over and over again in front of liberal and conservative and Trump judges and lost literally every single time, except for Judge Cannon. But frankly, she doesn't count, and I think she's the exception that proves the rule. But besides that, he's lost every time. And this is where Smith comes in, because people noticed that just late tonight, he did a secret you know, analysis that just got released about how Donald Trump and his lawyers are lying, and he called him out in front of a judge in this written statement, and it notes here, Jack Smith is working on Thanksgiving, writing letters to the 11th Circuit, pointing out Donald's lies, F yeah, and then it elaborates here, it says, new special, special counsel Smith on Thanksgiving sends a letter to the 11th Circuit, pointing out a fatal flaw in one of the Trump arguments in the document case. Trump tried to argue a court forced the government to allow a special master in the Rudy Giuliani case. Jack Smith points out that that's a lie. First, it was the government's idea for a special master in the Rudy case. Second, Rudy's a lawyer. Third, documents were released on a rolling basis. Finally, Rudy didn't have a civil proceeding invoking BS jurisdiction. LOL, badass, end. It's just a short little letter. You can see it here. It's addressed to the court, but it's also CC'd to Donald Trump's personal attorneys. So in a sense, this is a letter from Smith to Trump. He knows Trump is going to see this. This is him dragging him into a legal argument at the stroke of midnight almost on Thanksgiving in an absolutely glorious way. Because what Trump is trying to do here is use the recent Rudy case as a false example. It's absolute BS, and his lawyers have to know that. The argument is that when Rudy got investigated, remember all the way last year, 
early 2021, spring of 2021. Remember, Rudy got raided by the FBI and they seized a bunch of stuff from his apartment. And it turns out they got a special master for that. But that was act actually like on board. That was actually appropriate because Rudy was an active lawyer at the time. He wasn't suspended from many of his law licenses. He had some current and recent clients whose information may be mixed in with his own. And so the government affirmatively agreed in that case to have a special master. That's very, very, very different than Donald Trump demanding one based on BS arguments around attorney-client privilege, which were not applicable, and especially around executive privilege because Donald Trump isn't a lawyer like Rudy. And also, again, this is not them going to sue in civil court to get a special master. This was the government going to Rudy and saying, hey, we think a special master is needed to protect you and also protect the integrity of our investigation. So you're going to get a special master. And it was the fair thing to do. Like, like Rudy or hate him, he deserved that special master to protect himself, the investigators and Rudy's clients. This is totally different. And what this shows, guys, is that Smith is willing to work around the clock on holidays, weekends, whatever, yeah. to get this done. And he's also willing to call out the BS in sharp, succinct terms. No wasted stuff here. It's literally one paragraph calling Donald Trump an effing BS liar and saying that the arguments don't make any sense. That's a great sign going forward. Some artists sell their work for tens or hundreds of thousands, while other artists who frankly are just as talented struggle day after day, week after week, to earn even minimum wage as an artist. What's the secret? If you've never wondered this, skip this video, otherwise give me 30 seconds to explain. So I'm sure you've been on social media and you've seen artists sharing their work. Abstract art, graffiti street art, portraits, drawings, all sorts of stuff. Zippity doo da, zippity day. Okay, let's see here. Criminals. So I don't know if he's going to be afraid of rank and file Trump cronies like Green and like Bannon or, or Trump himself, if we're being honest. But the bigger point is that the special seven. master's insulated. People have talked about this. There is this and then get in to what Jack Smith personally did tonight to smack Donald Trump and his dumb, dumb lawyers in the face. Watch this. Sure. Hold on. I'm going to get those. Shit. I 
him to overturn the election's results. But when it comes to testifying before a congressional committee that is trying to enact legislation to prevent another insurrection in the future, he closes the door on that. As I say, I find that to be deeply unpatriotic. You know, I, I see you nodding your head there, Neil, and I'm just wanting, I want you to respond to what Glenn said, but what do you make of the former vice president refusing to talk to the January 6th committee while on his book tour? Exactly. So there's two investigations, Jonathan, about January 6th. One is done by Congress, and one is done by the Justice Department. The Justice Department one is a criminal investigation, meaning jail Neil. is possible there. Y.A.L. former acting U.S. that he's refusing to talk to Congress, which is, I, I agree with Glenn entirely, it's unpatriotic, but I also say it's frankly disqualifying that this guy thinks uh -huh. he's the president of the United yeah, States right. and is afraid to go and tell the truth mm -hmm. before Congress. And he's going in for My pants. and had to testify, but he's been hiding in the shadows. Yeah, my pants. Cowardly. Spineless. You're like the central figure in a lot of this. You were there at all the key times when you're kind of the forest stump of January 6th. And yep. so you've got to go tell us what happened. Um, and look, I think that's true. There's a chance that Trump might cooperate, or excuse me, that Pence will cooperate without a subpoena. Because, you know, if you think about it, if an angry mob tried to kill you or me, yeah, you know, we probably have a few things to say to the investigators. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's that possibility. Right, but yeah. I think the more likely thing is Trump will try, because he always does, any legal maneuver to block his testimony and certain executive privilege. And as you say, that's exactly the maneuver that failed before, and it'll fail again. So you can see we're setting up here. We're setting up. The, the precedent is against Trump. He's got nothing. He had nothing before, but as I've noted earlier, by, by purposely taking all of these dumb cases, these weak cases, these futile cases to court time and again, all he's done is taken a precedent that was pretty clearly against him but not tested, and tested it over and over and over again in front of liberal and conservative and Trump judges, and lost literally every single time, except for Judge Cannon, but frankly, she doesn't count, and I think she's the exception that proves the rule. But besides that, he's lost every time. And this is where Smith comes in, because people noticed that just late tonight, he did a secret you know, analysis that just got released about how Donald Trump and his lawyers are lying, Donald and he called Trump. him out in front of a judge in this written statement, and it notes here, yeah, Jack Smith is working for. on Thanksgiving, writing letters to the 11th Circuit, pointing out... to allow me to post wheel continue hashtag John Curtin hashtag comedy hashtag Australia Australia, 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 we love you, we love you, amen. Okie doke. So, hmm, right? 
just leave it. Put it down. Just uh, don't bother it. Okay. Well, I need to. It's uploading. Okay. It's uploading. And oops. Oops. Okay. I want to hear this. Old lies. F yeah. And then it elaborates here. It says. New special uh, special counsel Smith Mueller, on Thanksgiving wrote. sends a letter to the Eleventh Circuit pointing out a fatal flaw in one of the Trump arguments in the document case. Trump tried to argue a court forced the government a special master in the Rudy Giuliani case. Jack Smith points out that that's a lot to bring justice to old Donnie and to many of the cronies around him. And he just proved all of that true. He made me look like a genius tonight based on what he just did. Because guys, he was working all day. A day where you'd think every single government worker was off. Most workers in the country were off. He was working all day and not only hammered old Donnie with a letter calling him, directly calling him and his lawyers, BS lie in front of a judge he dragged them into a secret late-night legal battle that was just revealed moments ago a real sign that this is really just getting started and there will be no breaks so while all Donnie was I assuming maybe throwing ketchup or cranberry sauce maybe golfing today he was working his ass off to get some justice and this is happening guys we're gonna get to this but this is happening at the time where he and his wife and everyone continues to be threatened by trump and his cronies including through bs like this i just want to tell jack smith he's not going to get much of a paycheck because i'm going to do everything we can to make sure that there is zero american taxpayer dollars appropriated for merrick garland's special counsel which is nothing but the democrat party's campaign arm to campaign against President Trump when he is running for president in 2024. And there's, okay, we're going to use this one method. We're either going to use the Holman rule, which we're going to be putting in our House rules, which will allow us to reduce or cut the funding, the salary or funding of any federal program, especially in the special counsel's case. Or what we can do is we can, we can completely take that of appropriation and put in the appropriations bill saying that no funding can go towards the special counsel. Um, and that's what we're going to be doing here. And it's going to be real simple, Steve. We're done with it. We are absolutely fed up. We saw it with Russian collusion, with the Mueller investigation. We're not going to do this again. She's like so that's bulldog. it. We're going to stop them, and we're going to do it through the power of the purse. And you can hear that, right? Like, you can hear Trump's cronies trying to go at this idea that we have to take this guy out, we have to defund him. But, you know, Jack Smith can chuckle at this stuff because, one, he's tough as nails. He's taken down literal war criminals. So I don't know if he's going to be afraid of rank-and-file Trump cronies like Green and, like, Bannon or, or Trump himself, if we're being honest. But the bigger point is that the special master's insulated. People have talked about this. There is very few people as protected as a special master. Much more protected than a standard investigator. Even a government shutdown likely wouldn't affect his budget because the budget is sort of cordoned off. I guess if it went on for a very long time, maybe. But the point is, this guy will be protected to do his investigation. And the threats aren't working. And there was yet another legal blow, guys. Yet another one. Just moments ago, somebody did a bit of an analysis on one of the few arguments Trump has about stopping 
one of the next targets Smith has of getting as a witness. And it turns out that's not going to work, but for a reason we didn't expect. Trump was saying, because there were people in the Oval Office when Trump was talking to Pence, but we don't know what Pence said. And Pence's testimony could be really key. It could kind of reveal the insight into what Trump was thinking, his intent on January 6th. And I think that could really forward a uh, GOJ investigation. I think we've had a preview, though, Hugo, because of the book that Michael Pence has written. I think he's pretty much already spoken to the public. Renato, the New York Times reports complicating the situation is whether Mr. Trump would try to invoke executive privilege. You mentioned that a minute ago to stop him as in Pence or to limit Pence's testimony, a step that he has taken with limited success so far with other former officials. What's the bottom line, Renato? Could executive privilege stop Mike Pence from voluntarily or even under subpoena testifying? Yeah, the bottom line, Katie, is it's not going to work. Uh, it's very well established in the D.C. Circuit, which is the Court of Appeals, overseeing uh, that portion of the country. That, that executive privilege does not trump the need of criminal prosecutors to take testimony via a grand jury subpoena as long as they can't get the uh, information elsewhere. And as you know, you just mentioned a moment ago, uh, no one really knows what happened in those conversations between Trump and Pence other than Mr. Pence. And so obviously there's going to be a need for that. And also Mike Pence was present during conversations about what Jeffrey Clark and John Eastman were, were saying and doing their plans and their proposals, and we know they're within the DOJ's crosshairs as well. You know, Renato, before I go back to Hugo, a quick question about what I mentioned anecdotally. The fact that Mike Pence has written a book and that he's actually put information within it about conversations, interactions he's had vis-a-vis -vis January 6th, does that help the DOJ in any way to bootstrap legal arguments to be able to make sure that they can actually get Pence to testify? I think uh, viewers know you're a lawyer. That's a smart question, Katie. Uh, and the answer is absolutely, uh, because that means also there's a waiver of privilege. It's an excellent point in part, because uh, even to the extent there was privilege, which there wasn't uh, here, uh, you know, that will be overcome by the waiver. So we've been talking about how, you know, Pence might come in, he might be forced to come in, he might go in on a semi-voluntary basis. But one of the arguments we've seen from Trump is that there's some sort of executive privilege here. But it turns out the way in which Pence wrote his book and what he talked about invalidates at least a large part of that privileged base argument because he wrote at least in part some of the recounts of the discussion and if you can write it in a book meant to be read by millions of people and i don't know how many people bought pence's book i didn't most of you didn't but it's meant to be read by as many people as want to read it it's a publication it's been made public then you can't therefore make the argument at least in general maybe on specifics but not in general that your testimony is barred under the virtue of executive privilege. Pence has already torn that argument down for Trump even more than it existed. And again, guys, there's another breaking analysis that shows that everything Smith is doing is based on precedent. And none of what Trump is doing is based on precedent. And that's why every single loss we're seeing for Trump keeps on getting telegraphed but he's too dumb to realize it. And we're going to watch this and then get in to what Jack Smith personally did tonight to smack Donald Trump and his dumb, dumb lawyers in the face. Watch this. For him to overturn the election's results. But when it comes to testifying before a congressional committee that is trying to enact legislation to prevent another insurrection in the future, 
he closes the door on that. As I say, I find that to be deeply unpatriotic. You know, I, I see you nodding your head there, Neil, and I'm just wanting, I want you to respond to what Glenn said, but what do you make of the former vice president refusing to talk to the January 6th committee while on his book tour? Exactly. So there's two investigations, Jonathan, about January 6th. One is done by Congress and one is done by the Justice Department. The Justice Department one is a criminal investigation, meaning jail time is possible there. The congressional one is one about uncovering the facts. Pence has said in that interview you showed last week that he's refusing to talk to Congress which is, I, I agree with Glenn entirely, it's unpatriotic, but I also say it's frankly disqualifying that this guy thinks he can be president of the United States and is afraid to go and tell the truth before Congress. And he's going in for it, you know, his aides have gone and had to testify, but he's been hiding in the shadows and is continuing to hide thus far. So I'm glad to see the Justice Department is finally calling him on this and saying, look, you're like the central figure in a lot of this. You were there at all the key times. I mean, you're kind of the Forrest Gump of January 6th. And so you've got to go tell us what happened. Um, and look, I think that true, there's a chance that Trump might cooperate, excuse me, that Pence will cooperate without a subpoena. Because, you know, if you think about it, if an angry mob tried to kill you or me, you know, you know we'd probably have a few things to say to the investigators. Um, and so, you know, there's that possibility. But I think the more likely thing is Trump will try, because he always does, any legal maneuver to block his testimony, asserting executive privilege. And as you say, that's exactly the maneuver that failed before, and it'll fail again. So you can see we're setting up here. We're setting up. The, the precedent is against Trump. He's got nothing. He had nothing before. But as I've noted earlier, by, by purposely taking all of these dumb cases, these weak cases, these futile cases to court time and again, all he's done is taken a precedent that was pretty clearly against him but not tested and tested it over and over and over again in front of liberal and conservative and Trump judges and lost literally every single time, except for Judge Cannon. But frankly, she doesn't count. And I think she's the exception that proves the rule. But besides that, he's lost every time. And this is where Smith comes in, because people noticed that just late tonight, he did a secret you know, analysis that just got released about how Donald Trump and his lawyers are lying. And he called him out in front of a judge in this written statement, and it notes here, Jack Smith is working on Thanksgiving, writing letters to the 11th Circuit, pointing out Donald's lies, F yeah. And then it elaborates here, it says, new special, special counsel Smith on Thanksgiving sends a letter to the 11th Circuit, pointing out a fatal flaw in one of the Trump arguments in the document case. Trump tried to argue a court forced the government to allow a special master in the Rudy Giuliani case. Jack Smith points out that that's a lie. First, it was the government's idea for a special master in the Rudy case. Second, Rudy's a lawyer. Third, documents were released on a rolling basis. Finally, Rudy didn't have a civil proceeding invoking BS jurisdiction. LOL, badass, end. It's just a short little letter. You can see it here. It's addressed to the court, but it's also CC'd to Donald Trump's personal attorneys. So in a sense, this is a letter from Smith to Trump. He knows Trump is going to see this. This is him dragging him into a legal argument at the stroke of midnight almost on Thanksgiving in an absolutely glorious way. Because what Trump is trying to do here is use the recent Rudy case as a false example. It's absolute BS and his lawyers have to know that. The argument is that when Rudy got investigated, remember all the way last year, 
early 2021, spring of 2021, remember Rudy got raided by the FBI and they seized a bunch of stuff from his apartment and it turns out they got a special master for that. But that was actually like on board. That was actually appropriate because Rudy was an active lawyer at the time. He wasn't suspended from many of his law licenses. He had some current and recent clients whose information may be mixed in with his own. And so the government affirmatively agreed in that case to have a special master. That's very, very, very different than Donald Trump demanding one based on BS arguments around attorney-client privilege, which were not applicable, and especially around executive privilege because Donald Trump isn't a lawyer like Rudy. And also, again, this is not them going to sue in civil court to get a special master. This was the government going to Rudy and saying, hey, we think a special master is needed to protect you and also protect the integrity of our investigation. So you're going to get a special master. And it was the fair thing to do. Like, like Rudy or hate him, he deserved that special master to protect himself, the investigators and Rudy's clients. This is totally different. And what this shows, guys, is that Smith is willing to work around the clock on holidays, weekends, whatever, to get this done. And he's also willing to call out the BS in sharp, succinct terms. No wasted stuff here. It's literally one paragraph calling Donald Trump an effing BS liar and saying that the arguments don't make any sense. That's a great sign going forward. Yeah, isn't that great news? That's fucking fantastic. I'm just thinking of uh, doing a TikTok about that. See you next time. Bye.